0: How are you all? Welcome to the Jam Room Podcast. Are you with me, Scott? I hope you've all had a great week out there. I hope you've uh, had something to do with music in that week. And I know I've probably said that before, but that's how I'm going to introduce every single episode. Guys, it's a a music podcast, let's face it. And uh, I've got a couple of beats I want to hit with you guys today. I want to talk about some new music that I've been able to listen to and check out. I want to talk about some cool discussions that I've that I've heard floating around the depths of the internet. Um, and I've got some, some music to show you guys from an old jam. Just like the old format, guys, I'll, I'll show you the jam and then the, the product from it. And and these are some old, old shit, guys, so uh, contribute out there. Uh, let me know what you're listening to and what I should check out, if there's anything new that I haven't really uh, hit. But Before I really get started on all that stuff, um, I wanted to address some stuff from last week's episode. I hope you guys had a chance to check it out a bit of a conversation between me and my friend Curtis about the band uh, Boom, but we kind of uh, went off on a tangent for a little bit there. Um, but at some point there, Curtis incorrectly stated that Boom is a band that has uh, two singers, one doing the heavy sections, one doing the, the poppy sort of stuff. Uh, we were corrected by none other than the band themselves on Twitter, saying that yes, they maybe listened to the podcast, I don't know, they seem to have listen to it and uh no they actually only have one singer doing both parts so apologies to the band and apologies to anybody that was a chugger boom fan that was just um cringing when we said that uh curtis was supposed to be a fan i expected him to have done all his research i didn't do any of my own and i apologize um so i hope that's uh corrected a little bit and uh yeah good on chugger boom for being good sports i know we kind of talked some bullshit in that conversation but um they seem to take it with a grain of salt, the way it should be. So, um, also, in that conversation, uh, we talked about the White Stripes, and we mentioned their drummer, and it was stated that the drummer is actually Jack White's sister. That's some weird little marketing ploy, apparently. I've been looking into it, and it seems that it was actually his wife at the time, and that's where he gets the name Jack White from. His, you know He took her surname. And continues to use it, even though they're divorced now. So whatever. Whoever the fuck that drummer is, it's probably not his singer. It's probably his ex-wife. Um, he continues to deny it. It's this weird little marketing ploy. Who the hell gives a shit? Um, the point we were making still remains. So, you know, good on them. Just thought I'd address that stuff first. Um, but I don't know about you, but it's get into the holiday time. Here in Perth, we seem to have a extended holiday over summer, um, and, uh, me, myself, I've been on holidays for about three or four days now, and I'll be on holidays for most of summer, so I've had a bit of a chance to catch up with some music I was meaning to check out, and I wanted to talk to you guys about it, um, I know it's been a while, um, but the new Lady Gaga album, guys, have you, have you heard it? I should have written down what the fuck it was called, Chromatica? Chromatica? maybe chromatica the new lady gaga album. it's from may though so it's not really that new like i said i'm catching up on some of this shit um but i checked it out and it was uh fucking fire um i don't know if you know know about lady gaga You, you might have heard of her she might have been in a movie you've seen or something like that um i haven't seen that movie but uh either way she can sing like a motherfucker and she can write songs pop songs like a motherfucker and she did all of that in a new album, it's pretty damn fire. I actually really enjoyed it. I was um, entertained start to finish. There was a little number on there, uh, a duet with Elton John. And uh, uh, that kind of just humbled me a little bit. You know, this guy is 4,000 years old and he's singing with a fucking pop star from only a few years ago. She's probably not a pop star these days in today's standards or whatever, but you know, everybody remembers Lady Gaga, everybody likes it, and uh, Elton John was wheeled out to do a fucking little uh, cover with it, and it wasn't bad, their voices harmonized really, really well, they sounded great, Um, a cool little song, bunch of hooks in there, I don't know who wrote it, or whatever, don't even know the name of the song, I should have written that down as well, but my notes are really sketchy, guys, I'm sorry about that, but all I've written down is Lady Gaga, May, and, uh, you know... Thought I was gonna riff off that, but I kind of need a bit more specifics. But check out that song, check out that album. It's pretty damn cool. As far as the pop world goes, I like to check in every now and then just to see what the fuck's going on, especially with these pop stars that were um big a few years ago. Because that's what that's a real test of a pop star. Everybody like I don't, I'm not gonna say anybody can have, but fucking, it seems that there's a lot of these one-hit wonders that come off and then um, fade away because they've got nothing else up their sleeves, no other tricks. Um, so it's kind of cool to check in on them every now and then, and uh, Lady Gaga is one of those ones that has a bunch of tricks up her sleeve, and it seems like she's going to be around for a while. Hopefully, she keeps making music. It's pretty damn fucking cool. Um, another one of these chicks that does this um, is Miley Cyrus, and I don't know if you've heard her new album. It, you know, I I don't want to say I'm late to the game, but I could have talked about it last episode, but it was like late November that she released this album. So you know, give me a break, guys. And uh, Something Hearts, I don't know what the, ne- the album's called, but either way, I heard a lot of good things. A lot of people that I respect their opinion of said that this was a really fire album, check it out, all this sort of shit. Um, I did check it out and certainly wasn't blown away in the way I thought I would be, given the high praise that I'd heard. Um, definitely worth listening to guys. I've got a lot of respect for Miley Cyrus. She's definitely an artist, definitely an artist, definitely crazy, which is the best kind of artist in my opinion. And, uh, this album I thought would break more barriers than it did. Overall, it was not super poppy. And I I guess that's, I guess that's why a lot of people talk about it as being great because it's not a try hard pop album. It's not just trying to impress. But um yeah, it wasn't poppy, but it also wasn't great. It was good. It was good. It was a solid album. I'm not gonna take that away, but I I wouldn't put it in the camp of a great album. Uh, it's still got a lot of pop elements in it. I don't I know she's trying to become her own artist and all that sort of stuff, but you know, you normally do that by um playing music that you Aren't known for, but this wasn't the case for this one. It was kind of in the pocket still. But either way, I, I gave it a good listen and I'll probably listen to it again. Um, I'm not going to give these albums uh, one of the reviews, one of the star ratings like the last uh, couple of albums that I reviewed, just because I don't know about these ones. I kind of rushed through the listen and everything like that. I didn't, you know, I'm not qualified to give it a star rating at this point. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. Um, Another album that came out uh, just a few days ago, actually. So this is actually some new news. Uh, Have you guys ever listened to James Blake? If not, you should. You should listen to a 2013 album of his uh, called Overgrown. Fucking amazing. This guy can sing like a motherfucker. He's got a real, real, um, I don't want to say a Sam Smithy kind of voice, but a a super well-trained. He's an incredible singer. And uh, so he released... I don't want to say it's an album. It's like an EP. He released it maybe two or three days ago. Three or four days ago. I don't know. I can actually lie about that because you don't know when I'm recording this. But either way, it was an EP of cover songs. And to be honest with you, it was just fucking boring to me. I mean, I love James Blake singing, but there was... Uh, there was there was nothing that really, really tickled me in this EP, guys. I know, I know they're all cover songs, so he can sort of hide behind uh, the source material and say, well, the source material is shit, so don't blame my cover. Um, but, you know, he covered, like, strange tracks. It was an eclectic little mix. He did, like, a Beyonce song. He did a Stevie Wonder song. He did a fucking Billie Eilish song. So he kind of all over the shop there and somehow made all these different styles of music sound exactly the same and put you to sleep. Um, like I said, he's a, he's a fucking amazing musician and a great, great singer, but this, this, uh, little covers thing just, yeah, uh, bored the shit out of me. I, I, I tried to listen to it, uh, when I was driving the other day and I fucking nearly crashed. Um, yeah, simply from fucking exhaustion. Anyway, exhaustion of trying to pay attention. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, so that, was, that was James Blake's new album. Ch- check it out. It's called Covers. Um, let me know what you think. I could be completely wrong on this. I know there's a time that would probably suit it a little better. If, if, if I'm relaxing, um, had 12 shots of, of whiskey or something like that, and you know it's that little pocket between where I'm conscious and I'm about to fall asleep or pass out, those songs might hit just because it's super slow, just super... I don't know. You got to be the fuck into it. You got to be in that mind space for it. So yeah, it didn't tickle me. So I'm not going to give that one a star rating either because I'm not going to listen to it again. I don't think, unless unless the mood should strike me, which who knows? Who knows? Um. Anyway, all that aside, let's get on to some other sort of news. Have you, if you guys are musicians out there, it, like guitar players or, or whatever. You might have heard of the YouTube guy, uh, Rick Beato. Um, he's incredible. His YouTube channel is fantastic. Definitely go check it out. Like, subscribe, all that bullshit. Um, but if I, he hit 2 million subscribers this month. Did a bit of a celebration for that. Uh, congratulations, Rick. Uh, been a fan for fucking years and years and years. I uh, love the way you break down stuff. He's got this wicked series... Uh, called What Makes Whatever Song Great. And he just breaks down fantastic tracks, um, talks about all the, the diatonics involved, the rhythms involved, um, the techniques involved, the production involved, everything. Really gives you a behind-the-scenes look of some of your favorite tracks and what makes them so fucking cool. Check out Rick Beato. Reach 2 million. Good on you. Um, congratulations, Rick. Um, but then he, he had a conversation with um, Tosin Abasi, who's the um, the guitar player from uh, Animals and Leaders, I believe. Uh, I'm not, not a huge fan of them and haven't really listened to much of their shit, but I do respect the hell out of that player. Um, he can play the shit out of a guitar. And they uh, had an interesting conversation on YouTube. Definitely check it out, um, if you can stick it out. Because it's a long conversation. There's a lot of nuance in it. But basically, the, um, the premise of the conversation was about prog rock and... Uh, the the claim was that people that listen to prog rock are more diverse in their musical taste than other folk. And I thought it was an interesting topic. And so I listened to it, checked it out. Don't really know where I sit on it. There's a lot of definitions of prog rock out there. Um, I mean, I'm a sucker for an odd meter rhythm, the same as as anyone else. Uh, But I don't think that's the essence of prog rock. Um, I don't think that's the essence of prog metals per se, although it's sort of seeped its way in there a little bit. Everyone expects prog bands to at least flex some kind of musicality at some point, which uh, can come across good or really, really gay. And um, I'm not going to name examples, but some of it's really, really gay and distracting. So there's, there's, sometimes there's a soul of music that's lost with prog. It's lost in the headiness, in my opinion. Where you're just trying to um, flex for no good reason. And uh, sometimes it's a little bit inappropriate or whatever. But I'm a prog rock fan, prog metal fan. Fucking love it all. um, I want to name examples, but I don't know. I listen to Meshuggah, guys. I'll listen to other little prog rock bands um, more locally, like here, like Carnival or whatever. Leagues apart, they're completely different kinds of bands, but they still fit under that prog genre. So... I wanted to know what the hell you guys think. What the hell even defines prog rock? Because I'm kind of in this, um, this mind space where it's not so much about the, the time signatures and the musicality and the inspirations and um, check out that fucking uh, discussion because they definitely go into um, the choices of harmony, what kind of scales are being used and stuff like that as if that's got something to do with defining the genre. I don't really agree. I think it's more of a feeling thing. And I think that prog has more to do with a song traveling somewhere and evolving, progressing, I dare say. That's where the prog comes from in my definition. Uh, And so I I don't really know. It was a very interesting conversation. I'd like to hear what you guys think about it. Is prog rock defined by its musicality or is it defined by its emotional journey that's risky? Maybe a risky journey. You know what I mean? Because risky journeys, you know, you might have weird rhythms in there. You might be trying out things that you don't know are going to work. But you somehow find yourself somewhere that you didn't intend on and somewhere that you've never been before, Um, which is the essence of a musical journey. That's why I love progressive rock. It's things that go from somewhere to somewhere else and you're given a little bit of a first class ticket into the fucking evolution of it or whatever. Um, which is kind of cool. That's 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 kind of the essence of the jam room. I like I like the journey. I like showing exactly what the hell happened to get somewhere. And sometimes you do a good job of it. Sometimes you don't. Whatever. That's you know. There's a million bands out there, guys. So we can't really pull on a single example for anything like this. But I'd like to know what you think. What the hell defines prog rock to you guys? Because I seem to find myself in a little bit of that prog rock category. Because like I said, I'm a sucker for an odd, odd meter groove. And, uh, and I'm a sucker for a journey. So in saying so, I, um, I'm going to give you some proggy sort of shit now. Uh, as you know, I like to give you guys a little bit of a glimpse into a jam and then the, uh, a little bit of a song that came out of it. Now the, the song that came out of it is not a fucking final copy. It's not polished. It's barely even recorded. It's like the next step in a draft. But um, I'm going to show you the, the actual draft, which was just an improvised jam. Um, don't know what the fuck I was thinking at the time. So this is me playing guitar and Liam on drums. And this is a little jam that appeared from an episode called New Leaves. Um, which was uh, You can find it. If you're not on Spotify, get on some of the other podcast apps. Because if you look up the jam room there, you'll have the back catalogue. The shit that Spotify won't allow on for some reason. And uh, there's an episode called New Leaves, and it was from January 2018, so a fucking long time ago. And uh, so we recorded this jam back then, and uh, probably a year or so later, we we recorded a little song or whatever, so we haven't done anything with it since. These things have all been shelved, and in fact, they've actually been lost, because the hard drive we saved them on got fucking cactus, so they're all gone. So we either have to re-record these, or just say goodbye. And if you're out there and you think that they're they're worth something, then go ahead and fucking show us. Put a little hook over the top. Show us a vocal melody or something like that. It might inspire this song to come back off the shelves. Because it's pretty easy to learn. Um, Anyway, it's a bit of a long section. We jammed this little idea for a little while in this episode, but I'm only going to show you the main evolution of it, I guess. Um, And I'll talk to you guys on the other side about the elements in it and what the fuck we pulled out and what you think we should pull out. But uh, if you were to listen to the original in its context, it's from about 13 minutes 10 uh, through to about uh, 20 minutes. Uh, So what is that fucking, let's say six and a half minutes. So from when this song plays, if you don't want to listen to this, um, this raw source material or whatever, go ahead and skip the fucking thing. It's six and a half minutes and I'll chat to you guys on the other side. Just skip six and a half minutes. But if you want to listen to some of these evolutions, maybe check out at least the start of it, because it evolves a little bit around the, you know, maybe four or five minute mark, maybe four minute mark. It starts getting into some crazy territory, and it's not really what made it into the song, but at least it's there. There's some, there's some bones floating around. Uh, but check it out, guys. Uh, so this is a little jam from 2018, and... An episode called New Leaves, and uh, I'll speak to you guys on the other side. Take care, enjoy! hope you enjoyed that weird little jam there. I know it fucking fell off the rails towards the end. And, and there's even more to it. If you listen to the original thing, there's more to it. Um, but they're just going far beyond the pale as far as things that we're going to end up using. So uh, I didn't put it into this episode here. But I don't know if we pulled out the right elements, if we did the elements we did pull out justice. Because some of these elements, that, that we that they might only appear once in what we recorded. But in the actual jam, they, they repeated and it became a whole theme. So I don't know if we turned an idea into a theme enough. I'm not too sure if um, the raw mechanics are right on. I don't know if we shied away from something we shouldn't have shied away from. Um, let us know. But even if you, if you like the track, fucking let us know. If you, you think the track could have some cool shit over the top of it, let us know. And record it and send it back, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of you guys not letting me know um get involved with the jam room podcast it's a lot of fun i'll respond to everything remember to reach out uh you can email me scott at the jam room.com.au um hit me up on twitter at jam room podcast that's all i don't really tend to anything else actually i did fucking start an instagram so if you look for the jam room podcast on instagram you might find me i think i put one picture up there i don't really know how that shit works it seems too long fucking hashtagging and putting captions and shit i don't know if i can be bothered but if i was good at this i would so i might in the future who knows um so yeah follow us wherever wherever you want and reach out and uh here's the little song we came up with from those weird little elements it's nowhere near as long as the jam but uh, enjoy it and we added a little bit of a heavy part at the end which is based on the themes that were in there anyway so it's you know in my opinion it's progressive Because it starts somewhere and ends in a completely different headspace. It takes you from a, you know, whatever to whatever. It takes you from heaven to hell. It's got the whole little range in there. Um, So that's what I think is is, is progressive. There's no fucking weird odd meter beats or anything in there. There could be. Who cares? Um, But it takes you on a journey and it absolutely descends and progresses somewhere. I say descends is a bad way, but it's, it's a good thing in this context. Um, but check it out. Here's a song. Uh, thank you for listening. Hope you've all had a great week. I hope you have another great week ahead of you. This is the Jam Room Podcast. Mm-hmm.